One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Coming up today on the Football Ramble. That allows him to essentially just pass the ball into the goal. It's a baffling series of events. I think the smart <laughs> thing to do, given that it's now got really stale under Roy Hodgson, is kind of hark back to the past, let Roy retire, immediately rehire him. I couldn't believe it was him. <laughs> this is glorious. A free kick from 50 yards out. Just another Manic Monday, everybody. Welcome to the Football Ramble. Ivan Tony was back with a bang and Ollie McBurney scored two. It's Monday 22nd of Jan. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Luke Moore. I'm Pete Donaldson. And I'm Jim Campbell. Welcome, one and all, to a magnificent Monday on the Football Ramble. And it is magnificent, everybody. It's a, it's a big day today because today is um, Sir Ralph Ramsey's birthday. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Born on Many this day returns. in 1920. And of course, we're all just kind of uh, recovering from the festivities of yesterday when it was Phil Neville and Nicky Butt's birthdays. <laughs> I think, yeah. first of all, Phil Neville's done very well to get mentioned in that sentence. Mm. What, with Nicky Butt? No, with Alpha, Sir Alf Ramsey. Okay. Nicky Butt's caught astray there for no reason. He's <laughs> yeah. done nothing wrong. Yeah. Absolutely nothing wrong. I have seen um, only two of those three, Jim, um, yeah. in the flesh. Can uh, you guess who was the third one? <laughs> how, how, how was your experience? How was your grave digging? Lovely. Pete, Pete you were with me I when, was, I yeah. saw, when I saw Fizzer. You did, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, you know, we were handing it each other the binoculars. It was Fizzer at the Quizzer. <laughs> it was Fizzer, Fizzer at the, at the Quizzer. Quizzer. Nicky yeah. Bart in the, uh, the restaurant, oh, the hotel yeah. football. You, with his big forearms. Because you, um, you were essentially involved in a pub quiz hosted by Phil Neville, right? Mm. Yeah. And, but he didn't uh, really do much, right? Uh, he put yeah. his foot in it regularly. <laughs> You know. um, that's a shame I was thinking maybe that is his level yeah, yeah. he will eventually a pub quiz. Sort of level out 
what, even what, that apparently is too much. What's the capital of Brasilia? I mean, Brazil. <laughs> oh, <sure. laughs> um, yeah. Every answer to every question was Gary Neville. <laughs> Show some fucking respect. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, what was the question again? <laughs> what was the question? The poll quiz. Every every question. Sorry, what was the question again? <laughs> You're asking them, Phil. <laughs> next question is um. Next question is from is from Phil Neville. Okay, which pair of famous brothers who <laughs> also have a sister who plays netball uh, well a reminder everybody to catch Saturday's football ramble where uh, we asked whether there's really any good stuff on X because we did get all that from X we, we yeah. should, so we should mm. declare our um, most of stuff from X, our, really. our homework yeah. uh, has social media made football better for fans was one of the questions we, we asked and, and greatest ever player comebacks or surprising comebacks in light of Jordan Henderson returning from Saudi yeah, I don't think Jordan Henderson returning from Saudi is a surprise, but hmm. I do take the point. Right. I also so people shouldn't a... listen to the mail. <laughs> no, they, should. They, <laughs> they should to right, hear how right. wrong I am. Okay. To hear how wrong I am. Right, okay. Because yeah. the sport element of the ramble is to people to tell me I'm wrong all the time. Okay, well, let's, let's have something that's, that's wrong from you again, Luke Moore. What, <laughs> I want your highlight of the weekend. My highlight of the weekend, I think, and I'm hoping you guys are on board with this and that you noticed it, was actually Jamie Redknapp's coat at the Vitality Stadium. Mm, okay, right. right. It was like a dyed black spacesuit. <laughs> with no helmet. Right. I'm it was in Jimmy Redknapp. It went all the way around on, his neck with a lot of, yeah, with a lot, with a lot of toggles on it. Mm. Yes. Space toggles. And it looked and it looked like um like I, I can't fully understand how cold it would have been at Bournemouth because obviously the TV doesn't give you that. It gives mm. that information, but you yeah. can't feel it. And you it. live so far away. And I'm miles away from it. Um, <laughs> but it felt like it was a very, very big statement. Do you know what it felt like to me? Because you know, obviously Jamie's from that part of the world, isn't he? Mm, is he? I think it was less about him being cold mm. and more about showing fellow Bournemouth residents his affluence. Fit, or fitting in with the locals, maybe. I don't know. Look how well I've done. Look at yeah. my big coat. It looked like the sort of coat that cost... Ten thousand pounds. Well, he's wearing. Hard. He's actually wearing. I think a similar coat, or certainly a similar brand, um, in twenty twenty. Because someone on X was slagging off his coat then. Oh, right. I'm not slagging it off. Right. I'm okay. just, just saying. You know, it was, it was of note. Presumably, it is it the same coat, or did you get like a new coat for every game? That would be affluent. Wouldn't yes, it? Yeah, like Prince Charles in his yeah. socks. Jim, you've been to his house. <laughs> I have been to his house. Well, did how many coats did he, he have really hanging up? He didn't show me the full scale yeah. of the house. But it's, yeah. I think it's a disgrace that he thinks it's acceptable to hang coats for curtains, though. You tell him. You went to Jay Redknapp's house. You didn't rummage through his colleagues. No. I didn't. No, I, yeah. I, I, I hear a chance. Pathetic from you. He pushes the court into the wall for insulation. <laughs> there we yeah. are. Yeah, he does. Uh, Peter, your highlight of the weekend. I mean, there was loads of stuff. I mean, so many <laughs> things. And then I just saw that video of Nuno Tavares kissing his dog. And yeah. so I just there kind of have to. Yeah. Forrest were at Old Trafford before Christmas. Mm. And he maybe he had a hit chicken sandwich. Maybe he's thinking, what's next for me? How can I become more powerful, more kisses resistant to germs? Germs. I'm going to kiss my dog for ages. How, yeah. how many describe the kiss? Was it a full on Frenchie? Um, a kiss was not just a kiss. Uh huh. Yeah. It went off for quite a while. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You wanted to describe. Luke put his hand up to I, stop you. Luke wanted to stop me from saying the word Frenchie. <laughs> it's almost like Marcus with that question has completely forgotten what it's like to broadcast with Pete Donaldson for a yeah. second. Yeah. So I yeah. thought I might need to intervene here. <laughs> well, you did. I'm Pete. a dog lover, but that's not something I've ever. You're um, not a dog lover. Exactly. There's dog lovers, and then there's dog lovers. Right? Yeah. <laughs> You've got to be very clear yeah, about yeah, the difference yeah, yeah, between yeah, those. Very clear. Very clear. Yeah. Jim. Play uh, more. Yeah, <laughs> play more, and he wouldn't have so much down. <laughs> Give him some time him? off. He's not doing anything on the pitch. We're keeping him away Keep from his dog. <laughs> Jim, your dog's got ulcers. I want to hear Jim's highlight of the weekend. Yeah, we, we've loaned him out to deal this to deal with this situation. <laughs> yeah. Can yeah. I take my dogs? Do what you want. Yeah, just just <laughs> go. Yeah. What do you mean by take? <laughs> 
Please, Jim. So my highlight of the weekend was um, David Raya in the build-up to Arsenal's third goal, falling over in a sort of Buster Keaton-style way, yeah. threw the ball so hard, it almost looked like he did a full-on 360-degree flip, although yeah. he didn't go mm. 360. It's a glorious he, he throw. He landed on his ass. Uh, it, 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 it was a beautifully slapstick falling over mm. in the build-up to a quite good goal as well. Did Ramsdale clap it? Uh, I don't know the camera. Well, I was there, so I didn't see if the camera turned to him, which I presume it did. Right. Ramsdale, Ramsdale was right in Arteta's ear at the time, and he was like simulating it with his hand. Yeah. Saying, I don't do that. I'd have stayed on my feet there. Actually, yeah, yeah, and just... do you want to hit oh, my dad's on the phone? I don't want to hear from your dad no. again. <laughs> no, he wants to give that ball ball back. Yeah. We, we, we've told him he can have it. Yeah. <laughs> my highlight of the weekend, and really this is everybody's highlight of the weekend, was quite clearly when Ivan Tony moved the ball for the yeah. free kick. Yeah. And that's yeah. where we go now, everybody. Brentford three, Nottingham Forest two. Um, it was all about Ivan Tony. He, the only surprise for me is that he didn't score two more, but he got his goal. You guys called it on the Friday show saying that he's going to have a big impact. And he might have a so obvious. I mean, he. He had to have a big impact because of that WWE-style welcome he got yeah. on his return. The lights of the stadium were out. He was on the, the big screen and all the rest of it. Like, I mean, if you were other players in the tunnel, I thought that. you must have been looking at him going, a bit of pressure on you today. Well, I, I also, Although he seems to be immune to pressure, though. I would, mm. I would, I would have accepted... I, would, I mean, no, no one cares whether I accept it or not, but for mm. the purposes of this show, I would have accepted it more if it had been like, he's had a really unfortunate injury for a season yeah. and we're all pleased yeah. to see him back. Yeah. Of course, we are pleased to see him back, but... We have to understand that, you know... <laughs> he was banned for a reason. Yeah. I would say, if you were the person charged with investigating all of the things that went on, and you've spent, like, weeks on this, yeah. watching the returning Heroes uh-huh. video uh, at the ground, you'd be like, I mean, he, he was in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> and it's 24 hours after in the, a, a build-up interview to his comeback, as you guys mentioned on Friday, mm. he couldn't even say... And even if it's not true, he should have still said, in my view... It's not the time for that now. Well, I'm talking about yeah. Yeah. a big move. Yeah. Like moving in January. I mean, he had a transfer mm. request in his socks, apparently. He quickly took that out. Okay, heard the music. <laughs> they just stuck by him for eight months. I know. And, yeah. and he could have said, now is the time for me yeah. to repay that loyalty. Totally. Maybe we'll talk about it in the summer. I totally agree with what Marcus said on Friday about the best chance of him getting into the Euros, which is underpinning a lot of this, is Stat Brentford. You're mm. absolutely spot on, in my view, there. And um, I just thought it was very, very poor time. <laughs> it just makes me think he wants a move, though. And he's, he's just happy. But to, even if you want to move, like you've got you've got to play you've got to play the game. You know, you've got to play yeah. the games to yeah. a certain extent. I think. Jim, the music, everything. Did the, you the, see the, it? The, I really, I really enjoyed that. I also enjoyed the sort of wonderfully British um, spectacle of, of all this really over the top mm. kind of, as you say, WWE style mm. stuff going on. Even with the dings from the Undertaker. Was it actually music Undertaker's music? I don't think it was, but there was. It there was felt dings. like there was there was there were there were reference dings to it. And then you've got the Forest fans very audibly chanting, "What the fucking hell is this?" <laughs> <laughs> it's for Chris Wood. Yeah, yeah. Chris Wood does for him. They could have been shouting that about their own team, to be fair. Yeah, <laughs> but the goal he scored. Um, after a lovely goal from Danilo, we Brilliant. shouldn't forget. Oh, actually. Peachy. It was a great game. It was a good game. It was yeah. a very good game. But but Tony was always going to score in this game. But he gets the free kick, and obviously we've all seen it. He moves the ball, and it's not just the moving of the ball. It, it's picking up the foam, isn't it, and yeah. sticking that's, it there. That's what make, makes this great. Yes. Yeah. It's the moving of the foam. Yeah. Don't mind it. Just in case the referee sort it, of looks around and goes back and goes, I'm done. quite sure... Um, a proper subterfuge. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, but, but, you know, that really... As 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 um as Ashley Williams was talking about a match of the day, that allows him to essentially just pass the ball into the goal. I mean, it was it's, Callum Hudson Odoi also allowed him to pass. It's, the ball a, into it's exactly right. It's a baffling series of events. Yeah. yeah, because because first of all, Tony has said 
quoted as saying after the game, "You have an uh, you have a yard either way." So I just moved it a bit around the corner, which is not. First of correct. all, he's he's made that up. Yeah. He's totally <laughs> made that up. Um, secondly, you've got not just Callum Hudson Odoi, mm. you've got the other members of the wall, you've got any other player on the team, and the referee, yeah. who for a large portion of that passage of play, he's staring at it the whole time, mm-hmm. and. To me, the fact that it can ever happen is a really weird indictment of, of what's going on. Well, I think there was criticism of the Forest players. They should have said something. But actually, when you see him move it, I don't think any of them are watching. Mm. And I think also as well that if he does move it, I think there might be an element of just the sheer gall of it. People yeah, thinking, yeah. well, surely not. But, but again, with the Forest players, you, you, you must think to yourselves... You know, with Callum Hudson-Odoi, sort of a bit of a half-assed effort. Yeah. Okay, that's Ivan Tony. Pretty sure we've heard of him. Yeah. The music. They should know the inevitability Absolutely. of that ball mm. going into Br- the net. Brentford have given them a couple of clues <laughs> in the build-up to the game that this guy's quite good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but, but they sort of treated it like the wall was rooted to the spot. Well, we can't move. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nothing we can do about this. Nothing we yeah. can do about I know, this. I know, yeah. I know. I'm, I'm a load-bearing defender. I can't move. The whole thing will collapse. I don't even think the referee put that form down. Yeah, he, well, he admitted it like those insects that make cuckoo spit. They are. But yeah. Forrest have done what what all good football clubs should do now, of course, is submitted a complaint to Pugmal and the Premier League about the incident. This is this is just Pug- getting a bit Pugmal, silly now. Pugmal's basically like... Um, They're busy enough. BBC Radio 1 in the 80s. Yeah, just massive yeah, sacks yeah. of letters. Yeah, was, <laughs> people just yeah. reading them all. You want to get Anne Robinson in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Any fan mail? No. no. Until oh, now. this one's just a fan, a fan letter from Mark Clattenburg. <laughs> just forward it on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, shredders must be warm. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't know what they, I don't know what they hope to achieve with that. Mm. Um, but uh, it's been highlighted enough, I think, in the press for Pugmol to think. Mm. Yeah, but it's interesting how VAR didn't intervene. Maybe they, I, 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 I don't think they're able to. I can't be asked. It's interesting that everyone's saying, oh, it's a very clever play because VAR can't intervene. But also, it's like you can't just move the ball, though, can you? No one seems that sure. I mean, a lot of players do that with a free kick. Yeah, you see it in your own half for sure. Yeah, but the referees can say. Oi, back to where it was. Mm. Sometimes they might steal a few yards. It depends how sort of consequential it was. I mean, mm. in that one, it's utterly crucial. I think if your voice is that deep, you can basically just make stuff up mm. yeah. and people will go along with it. Well, I think that's the thing with it's Tony. Just, again, the confidence, right? Yeah, well, again, the confi- I mean, he's the type of confidence, Tony. And, and you talk about the, you know, the music and, and, and all that. And again, he won't feel the pressure. He's the type of player who, if indeed he is playing at the Euros and he's on the pitch and it's a crucial game and England mm. get a penalty in the last minute and Harry Kane picks up the ball, you, I wouldn't put it past Tony to go, oh, do you know what, H, I'll yeah, have yeah. this one. Yeah, yeah. He's that type Definitely. of guy, which shows you what Brentford have been missing and the quality that he brings and, and how crucial he is. He, he is absolutely crucial. And I think, you know, it's a good win for Brentford, but they weren't really in control of the game um, enough. I mean, obviously, they conceded very early, as you talked about, and that's actually the best thing that could have happened to the game for people watching, because you know Brentford are under pressure to to, to win it to win at home, of course, because of the form they've been in. And also, you know, if it's all about Ivan Tony, then Danilo comes and does that three minutes in. Yeah, it's a bit of a piss take. So mm. they, they had to kind of spring into action, which of course they did. They've won two of their last ten, I think, and they're having a shitty season. I mean, you know, you guys kind of went into it a bit on Friday, but it's worth pointing out that um, the season before last. They never went lower than 15th. And mm-hmm. last season, they never went lower than 11th at any wow. point in the, se- in the season. Which is very impressive. Yeah. So this is like an uncharted territory for them, really. So Tony coming back in is obviously absolutely massive. And, and, and his, his reputation has grown a little bit due to absence, which does happen in football, I think. Um, but he's, he's an interesting player as well because he, the confidence thing is a really good point. But also, he's worked his way through the leagues in quite an interesting way. And he's never really found his ceiling. You know, he was tearing it up in the football league. You know, Peterborough, for example, he was. Everyone was talking about. I mean, I remember doing something come about the football league a number of years ago when Ivan Tony was at Peterborough, and people, you know, he, people were rating him so highly, saying that mm. if he stays fit all season, that you know, 
they have to be favourites for the league because he's such a big goal scorer, or he has, or he has to be favourite for top scorer, or whatever. Um, I do think he should he should stick around and repay their faith um, at least for the rest till of the hundred percent. <laughs> and I think I think you know the reason he's so important as well. Just to add to this is that obviously Mbwemo been injured for so long has, has fucked him a bit. He's not back till March at the earliest, and no one else really scores consistently. Yeah. I mean, for Johan, them. Johan Visser would be. And he's away as well. He's away, yeah. Yeah. Neil Malpais uh, beginning to chip in. Well, the, that's this, a, yeah. what a goal! Yeah. Yeah. What a goal! Marcelo Salasex. Like yeah. Chris Wood and Neil Morpay tearing it up suddenly. Yeah. Oh, Morpay's goal it. was better than Wood's. Oh, of course it was. It was a beauty. It esque wasn't it? That was Wood lovely. Wood has got four and five under Nuno, though, which is yeah. interesting to me. But I mean but, the quality, not the quantity. But yeah. we're talking about Brentford and sure. their attacking play, and, and Morpay is getting the odd goal here and there. Um, unusually, though, the replay of his winner was, was shown on the big screen, uh, and, and uh, Nuno Espirito Santo and his assistant thought the ball had hit his hand. So it Nuno... didn't hit his hand, though. It clearly didn't no, hit his hand. There's an angle where it looks but Does like that it. matter, though? Well, does it, I mean, based Should on, they write a letter? Based on, on what Ivan Tony's done, it doesn't even, facts don't matter at all. <laughs> but you can say whatever you want, Nuno, just because you're the manager of Forest <laughs> doesn't mean it's true. They, sh- they showed it from about 48 angles. Write yeah. another letter, you coward. <laughs> is, yeah. it, is it unusual for the replay to be shown? I'm no. just confused. I said, yeah, no. I said, is it like con- several replays? Maybe it was a controversial one. Zooming in on no, that. I think what he mean, I think what he means is they as as a part of the process, they might have shown what an angle from VAR or something, which they never normally do in the right, stadium. So it's not unusual from the show no, to no. have a goal. Do you remember yeah. uh, the, 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 the New Den Millwall were playing in the FA Cup and they were showing a replay? of a goal which shouldn't have stood Neil Harris was the manager at the time and was, was trying to point up to the media people he was like get it off the screen <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant that would be superb though like a forerunner throwing to... a massive jacket over it throwing <laughs> 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 Jamie Redknapp's jacket over it <laughs> referee's like what's going on there you don't want to see it throws yeah. a rock at it yeah. Yeah. pulling out every wire yeah. he can <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to see that no. but yeah but a good win for Brentford though Tony's back as we saw but Forrest though he's only four points mm. above the relegation zone and with all the the, um, the financial stuff you know it's a bit of a worrying time for them despite which, Chris which, Woods' goals which they would like to um, they would like to call it oh, yeah, just, just that financial stuff don't worry about <laughs> yeah. oh you mean just a little financial stuff uh. letter from the Premier League subject line mm. that little financial stuff o- overdraft <laughs> <laughs> overdraft question mark <laughs> uh, let's go to the south coast where Jamie Redknapp is apparently from Bournemouth nil Liverpool for Jurgen Klopp brushed off any title challenge chat post-match yeah. but Jim Campbell they're in the mix they are absolutely I mean, they're the five mix. points clear. They're, 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 they're at the top of the mix they're floating if, to in the fact, top they're not in the mix the mix is all below them yeah. Yeah. It's, the, it's the cherry on top of the knickerbocker glory do you think yeah. it is yeah. yeah what a glory but I mean it's funny isn't it how Bournemouth played well it was nil-nil at half time yeah. uh, they gave a good account of themselves Liverpool 1-4-0 yeah mm. well that, I mean the, the issue I suppose is one of craft isn't it um, we, we spoke on Friday about how Bournemouth are are quite a front-footed attacking prospect these days. Yeah, but um, they they took the game to Liverpool in in to some degree in the first half. It was fairly even, wasn't it? But they couldn't really craft anything. Do you know why? Of, because of value. Canate was at the back. Oh my god! Yeah, him and so uh, uh, I'll move slightly onto that point. Sure. So Connor Bradley gave a really really good account. Klopp of himself was purring at, about at, him. At, at he missed, right a, back missed a good chance. Wasn't he, he he did. Yeah. But, but he's a young kid coming in. hasn't played much. Joe Gomez is a makeshift left back. But because Canate and Virgil Van Dijk mm. are like fucking Cerberus guarding <laughs> that goal, <laughs> yeah, it is just it doesn't seem to to but, make a difference that they're missing their two two yeah. key fullbacks. But if you get and, past, and they're and they're sort of you know second choice left back. If as you well. get past them, then you face Allison. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Well, also you look like the Cheetos man. It's, <laughs> it's not well, just cheetah. It's, it's not. <laughs> It's not just um, 
when he's paired with Van Dijk, though, is it? Because at the Emirates, yeah. he was with Quanza, wasn't yeah, he? And he brilliant. was brilliant then, and they got kept clean sheet one two nil. So commanding. And I think Gary Neville, or whoever it was, gave him man of the match that day. Mm. So he's 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 really found his um, really found his pace at Liverpool now. Yeah. I think I, I thought it was um, Marcus. You summed it up pretty well. I thought yeah, the first half you thought okay, Bournemouth are in this. This is actually okay mm. from them. They take that all day long. But I, I really want to pick up on something Jim said on Friday, which is just that when Vish called it out to be a draw, yeah, I was obviously as a listener, I was like. That seems all wrong because Bournemouth are perfect for mm-hmm. Liverpool mm-hmm. because they because and what I mean by that is they are basically attempting to do mm-hmm. a version of what Liverpool already do, mm-hmm. but they're much worse. And I don't mean that in disrespectful way; they're just not as good. But as, and as Vish is not here, how, what else would you like? to I have think he should him? be ashamed of himself. <laughs> yeah, okay. Absolutely ashamed. Actually, mm-hmm. To be fair though, joking aside, he should be ashamed of himself because the way he conducted himself during the game. Thank you. Hundred yep. percent. He's going to do nothing but get the ramble community on his back for that kind of stuff. A contemptuous yeah. dismissal yeah. of you know the, the podcast industry in the London areas. Yeah. Premier mm-hmm. trivia he's, he's game. He's referee Anthony Taylor the, and you're Josie Mourinho and the, and the, <laughs> the whole Roma bench I, right no, now. I'm focusing on these Alan Wiley. I thought he was looking, I thought he was booking people just to have a rest. Jimmy Ferguson said that Alan Wiley after a game once. That was he's, amazing. He, he, Jeff, he's giving people yellow cards just so he can have a rest. It's <laughs> <laughs> the most outrageous thing Incredible. to say. Anyway, but no, I thought I thought there's no way Bournemouth can adjust their game. They're not going to adjust their game. They're going to play how they play. Right. They're going to play how they play in a worse fashion than Liverpool. And they're just tailor-made. It was almost a bit like a boxing match. You see mm. different styles. That style's certainly made for that fighter. That fighter will find it easier against yes. that fighter. It felt a bit like that to me. And when you've got players like Nunes to sort of be concerned with, and he's a decided, concerning And he decides presence. that he wants to score. Yeah. Anything could happen, as we've said. I, mean, I love the, the second goal. It was a little bit unorthodox. It was. you just got to get it in the net. Mm. And, and he did. It, was Actually, like, it was like the outside of the wrong foot, basically. Yeah, but, but it was beautifully controlled, though. Is it? Again, that's not a sort of a dismissive. Oh, he was lucky with that. Not at all. Yeah. Do you not but think it, it could have gone anywhere, though? No, because I think he controlled it that well. Mm. It was a little bit unorthodox, but that's what we've come to know and love about him. And, and, and he controlled. But, but I mean, Diogo Jota was brilliant as well. Yeah. We've got to mention him. A couple of goals, of course. Quite an, an enjoyable moment where he swings at one of them and the crowd oh, yeah. goes, Way! And he, he oddly sort of sets himself up oh, and then just smashes it has, into the corner. He has done. Okay, right. He very much has done. Yeah. Um, and, and with Salah's situation with Egypt, of course, he's injured. Uh, he's coming back to Liverpool for treatment. If Egypt do progress in the African Cup of Nations, then Salah could rejoin them if, of course, he's fit and provided that they go the distance. Um, but we, you don't know with that injury. And if he is out for a little bit and he's missing from, from Liverpool, which, of course, he currently is, um, Jota's going to be even more important for them. And when he puts in a performance like that, mm. he just think, bloody hell, they've yeah. got goals everywhere. Are they going to get complacent because of that head of Wednesday, Marcus? Let's hope so. Let's really, really hope right, so. Fingers crossed everyone here. Everyone's yeah. got to get behind it. I know this is not the, the sort of thing one should say, but I, I wanted them all to get injured. <laughs> <laughs> here's, here's one for you Marcus yeah, tell me on. if you accept this Liverpool win the league yeah. but Fulham win the league cup uh, yeah I could accept that yeah, I <laughs> see you take that one actually yeah, yeah. Yeah. not a Sophie's choice there <laughs> uh, but uh, but Klopp yeah very pleased um, uh, with his uh, with certain individual performances um, now there was a moment in the game Justin Clive studied Luis Diaz in the first half Pugmol have said that VAR deemed it not to be a dangerous challenge some people were saying it could have been sending off so that one didn't go so, so, so Pugmol have replied to those Is there letters. a letter? Any yeah. kind of letter? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who get, whoever gets the letter, you, you're duty-bound to put it up on X letter, so we can all read it. A letter written by written by Luis Diaz's broken foot. Yeah. The pens between the big and the second toe. It's the last thing you want to see with Klopp with all these injuries and suddenly a player does that to one of your players and you're yeah. like, oh, oh, come but, on. But Klopp won't... Um, Klopp will take it well. <laughs> First <laughs> of all, I go, what time was the game? Uh, yeah, right. Fourth, th- that's okay. That's all right. Yeah, that's fine. You're in, you're in this, you're, <laughs> we're, yeah, we're there. But yes, of course, they, they do head to the uh, cauldron that is Craven Cottage on Wednesday. Mm. 
and, and, and good luck. Is, is, is it the big, I mean, is it the biggest game of Fulham season? Yes, of course. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, got... you, you, I mean, you could even argue it's it's one of the biggest games of their recent history because it's the first time they've been in the semi of this this competition and the first time they've been in the semi-final of a major domestic trophy. So the biggest game since the Europa League final. Well, in terms of cup competitions then and in major trophies, yes. I mean, you say playoff final was the yeah, most important yeah. game obviously. Uh, but the, you know FA Cup final in um, the early noughties. Uh, other than that, yeah, mm. I mean the Europa League is there. Hence, I hence I use the word domestic. You got to you got to yeah. get the uh, you get you got to get it right. But they're still know? in the tie, aren't they? Crucially, which is what you wanted. They're going still, into the in, second still one. very much. They are. Yeah, they are in the tie. <laughs> yeah. Why are you gripping the bit on your chair <laughs> so tightly? We're still in the tie. I just can't help but looking that Bournemouth played well and lost four <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 nil. So I'll piss off. Yeah. Oh dearie me. Um, right, everybody. Uh, turn our attention to something. Um, much more serious. There were disgraceful scenes in the Championship on the weekend, specifically at Hillsborough. Coventry City's Casey Palmer was the victim of a racist gesture from a group of Sheffield Wednesday fans. He came out with a statement, of course, and he did, um, you know, say, you know, this is a disgrace, and so on. He was, he was quick to say um, that, that, that a group of fans like that do not represent a whole fan base, which I think is fair. Um, but yeah, not what we want to say. And it's happened on the same weekend as an incident in Italy. Mike Munyon, um, the uh, the AC Milan goalkeeper, and his teammates walked off the pitch midway through the first half of a game against Udinese after um, he told the fourth official that he was hearing monkey noises from the crowd. The game was restarted after 10 minutes, um, but Munyon com- uh, commented afterwards saying, I said, we cannot play football like this. It is not the first time uh, it has happened this way. They must hand out stronger sanctions because talking no longer does anything. Now, interestingly, a statement tweeted by FIFA, Gianni Infantino called for action that goes beyond the current three-step process in which players stop twice before a match is abandoned. Of course, that's the three-step process. Uh, and in the statement, he said, we have to implement an automatic forfeit for the team whose fans have committed racism and caused the match to be abandoned as well as worldwide stadium bans and criminal charges for racism. So FIFA have been quite mealy-mouthed before. On, on these kind if of only issues. they're in a position to do something about it I did think yeah. that why are you tweeting they should su- why are you tweeting suggestions yeah it doesn't well, make any sense well I, this, I wonder about this because is it in Infantino's power to to implement this in club football it's probably not right it goes down mm. to the federation so it is very easy for him to say this but it also does represent a sea change well I welcome the I welcome the comments I particularly enjoyed the tweet where someone um, go quote tweeted it and said um, terrible stuff. The worst person you know just made a great point. Yeah, yeah. and, and that yeah. probably sums it up quite well. I was, I welcome the statement. I'm just, mm. I just, I just think it's very easy. And Jim, your point about FIFA and the club competition, and UEFA, and the, and, the, and the power struggle that we always talk about between those two organisations is a really important one. Definitely one to be taken into account. But th- these guys, you know, whoever they are, if it's Infantino or Seferin or, or whoever. You know, these are the guys at the top of the industry. Mm, they're, the, yeah. they're the guys who are getting paid the big bucks. They fly around all over the place, <clears> enjoy the lifestyle. Well, if you want the lifestyle, you've got to take the responsibility. Mm-hmm. And it reflects badly on everyone, particularly them, because they're in a decision-making power Absolutely. position. Talk mm. to each other. I was particularly um, interested in Casey Palmer's statement, Marcus, for the reason you suggested, which is that you know he, he, he said, I don't have the exact wording in front of me, but he did mention that you know he, he doesn't think it's all fans. And that's an interesting point, because... I do think there needs to be an element of collective responsibility. Yes. Here. You can't you can't eradicate racism mm-hmm. with this stuff. But what you can of course do is control the things that are within your power which is to potentially eradicate it from the game. Now mm-hmm. what happens outside of the game in society generally is a far bigger problem we know that, but you can at least control the things you can control. And if we were to foster a kind of idea of collective responsibility where 
you know, a variation of what Infantino is saying where, you know, you lose the game. That's it. Yeah. Mm. Control your fans or keep them away. Yeah. Mm. Then that would, that would um, certainly help things. And I'll just end my point by saying that we can't lose sight of the fact that there is no exceptionalism when it comes to football. These are people, whether it's Casey Palmer, Mike Mangion or whoever, these are people who have been racially abused at their place of work. It's illegal and rightly so in every other walk of life. It should be illegal or, or, or sufficiently illegal in football as well. And if it means that a bunch of teams have to lose a few points here mm. and there and a load of fans get pissed off because some of their fans are racist, good. Well, That's a you, good thing. And I'll tell you something, it, it, I understand that people might say you, you can't pass the bucket, it's got to be authorities, but for the, for the reasons you just set out there, you can implement the rules. It's gone it has too to far be, already. It has to be a collective responsibility. And, and look at look look at look at what um, damage for Italian football had to do to itself to get out of Calciopoli and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Why, why aren't we getting sanctions like that? Why aren't we getting massive yeah. point deductions? Yeah. Why don't we just yeah. shut the league for a season and go? Well, we can't forget. It happens every week. In, yeah, in, in, in if you can't sort it, then this is what you have to do. You're yeah. not doing it, it anymore. It needs to be extreme, doesn't it? This yeah. is exactly it. It needs to, to be something really, really eye-catching that makes a huge, huge <laughs> difference, whether that's teams forfeiting games, points deductions, mm-hmm. um, teams having to play without their fans present in the stadium. It needs to be something really visible, yep. really extreme, because it is extreme, yep. and it needs to be combated appropriately. They, they, they do ban fans do already, ban bans, not for very long. It's definitely happened in international football quite a lot, mm-hmm. hasn't yeah, it? Yeah. The banning of fans, away fans or whatever. Yeah. Um, it probably <laughs> needs to be a little bit... It certainly needs to be more severe, but I think I think the fan ship has sailed. Actually, I think you're not gonna clearly just. I mean, the the the, yeah, the evidence for it is is totally um, established. Like you're not gonna stop it happening by banning fans because mm-hmm. every time as soon as they come back, sure. they do it again. So it does need to be like, mm-hmm. oh, what's that? Your team's been relegated by five points. Yeah. Well, six of those points you got yeah, deducted yeah, yeah. for being racist. So why don't you ever look at that? And and some some fans will will understandably say. But that's so unfair, you know. Like, you know, thirty thousand other people didn't didn't do this. But it's you know, how often in, with so many things in society do we see a few people mean that that these laws have to come in, that these yeah. societal changes have to come in? And that happens I, generally in, in society. That's anyway. what I mean. Yeah. 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 And, and 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 so yes, of course, it would be um, an absolute sickener if you're watching your team and they you know nearly win the league or they go down. But you've but you've got to stop this. This is bigger than football. I, I, I also think, and this and yeah, this is potentially a little bit more fanciful, but just to put it out there as a little thought experiment, you know, I wonder actually if there is potential. And obviously, it's not for me to decide or for me to say. Uh, and I think it obviously does put a lot of pressure on people who are the victims of racism. So it's not for me to kind of prescribe that. But yeah. I'm just putting it out as an idea. I wonder if like some kind of class action lawsuit by um, black players needs to happen where they they say look we're banned together we are being racially abused at work which is illegal Mm -hmm. and there are certain people responsible for this Mm. and we're gonna sue them and I I feel like in the US if it was a similar situation in the US I don't think you'd be too far away from that because class action lawsuits and stuff like that are a lot more prevalent that might be something that needs to happen where and it's not it's not incumbent upon people who are the victims of something so horrific to have to take action but they may feel like they need to and if they band together and start taking like serious legal action against the decision makers in the game that might accelerate change as well but as I, as I said, it can't be incumbent upon them to have to do it. It's up to them if they want to do it. This should be sorted out anyway without them having to do that. And, and you got to remember that um, clubs' share prices rise and fall on the popularity of your club and the fan base. You sell your product as a fan base. And if your fan base is mm-hmm. a racist product, then you are literally making money yeah. out of racism. So I, it's kind of... And I think ooh. as well with, with fan base, you know, when, with, with Palmer saying that statement about it, that doesn't sum up a fan base. You know, I think it would encourage other fans to kind of go. No, we're not having. We don't want to be seen as that. You know, in Germany right now, we see all the far right stuff. Yeah, there are hundreds of thousands of people taken to the streets. 
essentially saying, you know, we're German and we don't want this that. This ain't us, yeah, it, yeah Exactly, yeah, yeah. and actually I think, you know, you that, could see that from, that's from, because from far, fans. Sorry to interrupt, but that's because far more, that's, that's in society that happens a lot more now because populist people, their, their kind of tactics are like, oh, we're just speaking for the people. Yeah, exactly. We're speaking for the well, majority. Not. This is what everyone wants. Yep. And it's, we've seen that with the Rwanda thing. Mm. It, they, they say time and time again, oh, this is what the people want. Well, it isn't because every poll you see is roughly split. Yeah. Like, So why are the other people not being heard? So it's really important that stuff goes on. Yep. I would also just add, finally, the, the technology absolutely exists for these people to be identified and banned from the stadium. And if you have to hire an extra two or three people at your club mm -hmm. to make that happen every single week, make so, it happen. So That's the yeah. least you can do. Yeah, because the next step is, as we've talked about, it's just basically getting teams to forfeit games. And I totally agree that is the way forward. Yeah. All right, let's have a quick break. Coming up in the second half, we've got a bit of controversy at Bramall Lane. Sad times for Roy Hodgson and a little mensch for Avram Grant. See you in a minute. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. lose Ryan Brewster for a, two or three games is it one of those where you think not and David Moyes would probably say it is yeah I suppose exactly the same as uh, I thought uh, yes and other managers have said no listen we'll possibly argue the toss over a, over a beer in about 10 minutes 
Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. Chris Wilder there. Be a crap beer, that, wouldn't it? Be mm. boring, I reckon. Yeah, I loved it when he talked about the penalty, which was a clear penalty. Went, yeah, it's a clumsy challenge, nothing in it. Well, there <laughs> which is, a, is it? There's, there's a penalty. Yeah, which, which is it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks to friend of the Ramble, Ryan, for choosing that clip. You can become a friend of the Ramble too by heading over to patreon.com for slash football ramble. I would just say Ryan is a very uh, active member on the Ramble Discord as well. We love him. Really lovely to, to see his chat and great to see him contributing. And you should definitely join us over on there. There's lots of great stuff going on. There is. Uh, Sheffield United 2, West Ham United 2. Great game again. Mm. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Fewer games seems to make for better games. Yes. Let's cut the league in half. Yes. <laughs> or wherever Fulham are and above. <laughs> uh, it was a good game Ollie McBurney scored in the 103rd minute the, l- the latest goal on record to be scored in the Premier League since Optus started keeping yeah. records it, since very 2006. impressive because it's probably a foul of the goalkeeper right well it's, it was a weird I, I thought so Ariola maybe foul is harsh I but... thought Ariola was massively like egging it on <laughs> he, did, he got a bit of a bloody nose though what I mean so fair enough but I mean he's, he, 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 I don't think he needed to go off I think he oh, was no. deflecting massively. Yeah, no, no, but he wanted to bring on Fabianski because he's got a good uh, penalty let record. Me, let me tell you something. When I, record. Um, when I was at school, there was a kid called Brian Snowden, right? Oh, good name. Um, and we were, um, I don't know what he's doing now. Sorry to name and shame him. But um, we um, <laughs> we were playing for the school team and we were one up in a game. It was quite an important game. I can't remember why, but it was an important game at the time. It felt very important when you were at 14. And, you were uh, playing Southampton. He was playing. Yeah, playing <laughs> yeah. yeah he got the equaliser. Yeah. He got a penalty. Yeah. And Brian Snowden gave away a penalty in like very late on in the game, and um, the guy scored, and we didn't win the game. Mm. He maintained that the reason he gave a penalty was because he twisted his ankle really bad, and it wasn't his fault. Right? right. It was a complete load of bullshit. Mm. But he followed that through for about three weeks at school afterwards. Crutches, everything. No way. He was yes. perfectly fine. Good. I, that, it reminded me of what Ariola did yesterday. Are you sure he was definitely fine? Did you like definitely squeeze fine. his ankle at I one point? I kicked him loads. He was absolutely fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> definitely fine. Yeah. Well, I look, it was... That's uh, what Ariola did though, right? Yeah. He was embarrassed. I, well, I, as I say, you, he, had a, he had a bloody nose. So maybe that's, you know... Are you saying he faked a bloody nose? Yeah. I'm saying Bert Troutman played with a broken neck. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> no more questions. Okay. And you have it, Sean Dyche over here. <laughs> like, Maybe me and Dyche will discuss it over the beer in about 10 minutes. And Graham Soonis will join you. And you'll have a lovely, yeah. to be fair, I say, can I come? <laughs> for, me, the, for me, the cat's done nothing wrong there. Right. <laughs> well, it was, uh, it, was a, it was a vital equaliser for Sheffield United, of course. I mean, they, they need points. They are bottom of the league, seven points from safety. So, yes, uh, yeah, to, to snatch a point so late was, was very important. I mean, just moments after that, Jared Bowen was quite clearly fouled, and that yeah. should have been a penalty. My, my father-in-law could not even bring himself to tell me what had happened. He's a West Ham fan, right? West Ham fan. Yeah. Uh, and he I was can't like, speak, he's so I, angry. I, I was like, I was goalless when I, uh, when I, when I heard on the radio and he went, I'm not talking about it, Pete, I can't. I, I've never seen him so annoyed. <laughs> it, was a discre- it was one of those decisions. Next to meeting me for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Top three disappointments. Yeah. I went, uh, Pete's thinking so, it no, can't get any worse. Number, yeah. two, number two is me bringing him a air fryer for Christmas and him not wanting it. Yeah. <laughs> Top five disappointments. Never going to use it, Pete. Never going to use it. Take it back. That Jared Bowen penalty decision. The other four are all meeting you. Imagine imagine he's having to talk about that Jared Bowen decision to Pete. (laughs) It's on the list. None of the other family like football. It was a a Bill Goldberg spearing. It really was solid stuff. Do you guys agree with the following statement? If that wasn't in the final seconds after so much drama had happened already, it would have been given as a penalty. I think there's an element of that. I mean, you're just speculating. But the, the the fact is, we know it. We we don't know. It was a penalty. If it's nil nil after yeah. twenty five minutes, VAR's all over that, and they give it. 
Right. That's yeah, my contention. I, I agree. Okay. I agree. Interesting. Interesting. Well, uh, the controversy uh, wasn't uh, uh, lost on everybody. Um, Arnal Ahmed Hodzic tweeted after saying TNT has edited the footage in their post-match <laughs> analysis to make it look like I love it. a penalty. I love it because yeah. He, yeah. he knows it's a penalty. He's also a Sheffield United player, in case you don't know. He's trying to get some heat off himself. Yeah. Yeah. He's basically shown a video with no edits whatsoever. There's yeah. not even a cut in it. It's like an industrial light and magic George Lucas type effort. I think there's I a pruder footage. There's a, di- there's a dinosaur in that footage. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he'll get in trouble with this because he's having to go at a broadcaster, but he's got to be careful yeah. I mean I would look at I like it when kind of footballers that don't necessarily have a massive spotlight on them mm. start tweeting mad stuff because yeah. then you can just look at their likes he likes a lot of Andrew Tate's stuff about women's smiles uh, some anti Greta Thunberg post as well because cool. okay. basically tweets like my dad um, <laughs> and he, uh, dad. he also uh, posted about another footballer getting a uh, Getting all pregnant, so yeah, yeah. Just, I can't Ooh. wrap my head around this degeneracy he so liked. What you're saying is he's underrated. He's underrated. Keep an eye. Once you actually say who he plays for. Yeah. Once again, there's a lot of good, stuff, good stuff on X. On X. <laughs> it's it's it. got a look, good stuff in his likes. Six months before he's doing a chat on uh, some particularly niche social media account with uh, David Cotter and Matt Tissier. Yeah. With so, a Tim Ford hat. Jerry Barton, maybe. And the reason I re- yeah, the reason I retired is because. Um, I felt like I was playing well, but when I watched it back, they clearly edited the footage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the game's totally corrupt. That's right. Can the, I also say on this? I thought the uh, second yellow for Sufal was quite harsh. The referee had it in his mind. I think. Mm. I think he was like, "This game's getting a bit crazy. I need to yeah. do Calm something it down here. a bit by making it crazier." Yeah, I don't fair. I mean, Rian Brewster was a sending off. Though. Yeah, <laughs> that was very much the challenge. Chris Wilder wasn't sure. <laughs> But I was sure. <laughs> Everyone else was. It's a shame around Bruce. I mean, I you know, hark back to when he won the um was it the under seventeens World Cup or the uh, I forget which one. I think it was. I think it was, was under the scorer there as well. Yeah, he, 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 very highly rated. Very it? highly rated. And look, not every player in that side will go on to no, dizzy heights of Premier League or even championship, you would say. So we have to be um be realistic. He is playing in the Premier League and, 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 and has, has scored goals in the championship and so on. I think also you've got to take into account is um yeah, his injury history as well. Yeah, he's, he's found it tr- tricky since he's left. What does um, that say? I don't want to be there, too you know. critical of him. If you, but a player with great potential, and, and and there's clearly a player in there. I think I just think we want to be it, talking about him for different reasons other than a fresh absolutely. But he has missed, I think, something like a year and a half with these really difficult yeah. hamstring problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was very much the challenge of a man who doesn't play football very much. No, that's fair. And, and you know, picking up the pace of the game, coming off the bench, whatever. Um, it was a dangerous one and it was right that he got sent off. That's exactly the dictionary definition of why the laws of the game exist in that way. (laughs) He could have really hurt a player Mm -hmm. and that's not what you want. Um, He didn't really complain that much. He just sort of looked a bit like, oh God, another thing to deal with, kind of thing, which I felt sorry for him for. I don't think he meant to hurt anyone. But it's a penalty. Uh, Sorry, it's a red card and that's the end of it. I I would also just add that the Ben Brereton-Diaz goal, I mean, it's very early to say and... I just think he's got a bit of class about him, Brereton Diaz. Mate, I just, no. I'm so pleased you said this because... I wonder if he'd be key for them. The touch mm. to set himself exactly. up is beautiful. Under such pressure yeah. and, 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 and such mayhem in the box to just set himself... Obviously the finish, you know, he couldn't miss the way the ball sits up. I thought it was actually a really underrated goal. Yeah. He's had such a funny career. It's sort of suddenly is mm. from Chile. Everyone yeah, loves referring to, to him as Chile and Brent. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, so, it's so unusual, and, it, and it's great. But it's the miss, though. His foot, yeah. foot turned into a, like yeah. a dustpan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that's the kind of thing, though. What I mean by when I said I think he's got a bit of class about him. Once he settles, he's only twenty-four. Yeah, he's got like several international caps for Chile. He's playing at Villarreal. I know he's on loan at Sheffield United. I think it, this, to me, I might be wrong, but this for me smacks of a story of like. 
He's there on loan. He starts scoring quite a lot. And they, I'm not saying Sheffield United will survive because I don't think they will. But I think he might have a, almost like a hallmark second half of the season and yeah. be like, we need, to, we need to get him on a perm yeah. because he's such a good player. Yeah. Um, and I've also wanted to see him play on the top flight in England for a while because he's had so much heat on him. Mm-hmm. So it was interesting to see him score as long as well, now you are, Luke Moore. I am seeing Your, your it, wish exactly. is the Premier League's command. I was just hoping that on, for, for, for his sake that, you know, the, the, the TNT sports don't edit some of his stuff so that he scores fewer goals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Daddy, I think Danny Ings good. might have got a few that they cut out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Really this game actually finished 7-4 uh, Maxwell Corner got his first for West Ham you were slagging him off on Friday I was yeah well I just wanted to you know, motivate him yeah, and, that cut performance no one saw that coming that cut performance yeah. was terrible uh, good to see him scoring if you looked up in the dictionary who's, who's going to score uh, this weekend a lovely it volley said, it would have said not Maxwell Corner <laughs> why are you looking for this info here <laughs> true yeah it's a, it's a confused metaphor um, there were a lot of goals at Arsenal there were Arsenal got them all uh, 5-0 they beat Crystal Palace their top bid is back on track Jim mm. actually only scored four goals mm. just scored one of them twice right <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah. Well, I thought it was a replay yeah. it was yeah. like a minute later the Martinelli ones yeah um, so I mean Gabriel scored the first one it was given as a Henderson own goal but I mean it was a similar yeah. that's a shame every time he touched the ball after that everyone's going shoot yeah. Jules that's... took it from him she, she broke she the news to him yeah. on the telly Jules, he didn't Jules seem to notice though did he he didn't care I don't think, no, I don't think yeah. he did. well as, as well as Mar- Mikel Arteta seeing Salt Bay um, Arsenal <laughs> apparently did do a lot of work uh, with their set piece coach during their warm weather training in Dubai, and it's yeah. paying off. Absolutely, they've scored a lot of. I think they're the, desperate, the... relying on set pieces. Desperate Arsenal. It, yeah. They're not proper goals, are they? <laughs> no, <it doesn't laughs> not real. I mean, they've Don't scored count. the most in the Premier League this season. They have, yeah, points. and they were pretty good at it last season as well. Um, they they've been a bit shakier in, in in at defending set pieces this season than than last season. Hopefully, that will you know. Um, that will that will improve as well. Palace aren't the sort of best test for that because they were, you know, Ezra aside, they were pretty pretty poor. Didn't really create much, to be honest. But I have to say, they weren't really at their best, to be honest. No, Palace was just mm. very very passive. What's happened a lot at the Emirates is teams have come and set up um, to defend essentially, to try and frustrate Arsenal, and 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 that has worked a few times in in terms of. Um, making it seem like we don't know how to score goals. Palace didn't do that, or if they tried to do it, it wasn't evident. And and they were they were just a really, really accommodating opponent, mm. really, to be honest. But oh, it, it was a training ground. Yeah, it was really encouraging to see goals from open play again and just... The, they were faster as well. Said said recently that the the um the speed of attacks has been quite slow from Arsenal this season. A bit quicker this time. It's a bit more bit more fluent. Um, I know it's, it seems like a really obvious thing to say, but it really looks like that break did them well. Maybe there is something to sort by. Mm. Uh, I think <laughs> Ben White recharges in the sun, as we know. Seasoning, so he, seasoning he their football. Good. Yeah. Um, I just, I like the fact that they're scoring from set plays because, you know, it's, are you watching Tony Poulis? Exactly. <laughs> you know, it was often there. It's good um, to see Tony Poulis still having an influence on Arsenal. Yeah, I yeah. think so, yeah. yeah. He, he very much so. <laughs> yeah. Very much so. I, th- I think on the Palace side of it, Marcus, yes, I'll talk about them for a second. Of course really, you can. Because they're an interesting case, I think. You know, there's no talk, talk of them kind of breaching PSR rules or or you know having having an issue financially Steve Parrish is like some kind of gatekeeper there you get the impression he's kind of stopping these big American investors spending loads of money they're obviously improving their stadium currently um, and their training facilities and, and so on. there was a recent interview with him he's walking around all that stuff's been invested it's all, in, it's all right? pretty impressive yeah. and, and I think um I think really they prioritize Premier League safety over everything else don't they and yeah. they've made those decisions that you guys talked about a bit on Friday um I think I do feel a bit sorry for Roy because oh that was sad to see it is yeah. sad mm. and I think you know he's he grew up in the area right he's he's clearly got an affinity with the club he's doing his best and he's doing his best because they brought him in 
to do his best yeah. because yeah. it wasn't going as they wanted. I think that's and, why the banner was not really yeah, it's, it's this, indirect. Right, right, right. And, and I think I think and and, and that's I think it's important to say that because you know you can't bring Roy Hodgson in and then get annoyed that he's doing things that Roy Hodgson does. Yeah. And they they do need to answer this kind of succession question because it's not going to be an option. I don't want to be morbid about it, but you can't be doing this with Roy in 10 years. Mm-hmm. You need to work it out, which is why I would be very, very happy to link um, Southampton manager Russell Martin with the job. There you go. Officially, I've had a lot of rumours that he's <laughs> yeah, really interested yeah, in going yeah, to the yeah, Premier yeah. League. Uh-huh. And if it doesn't happen this year for Southampton, he's definitely off. <laughs> I, I think and He plays great football, by the way. And the reason Crystal Palace fans should love him is because... They are on a record-breaker run at Southampton. He plays ridiculous football. He always has done. Nice for you to give Southampton He's got a bit of credit. Great philosophy. I'm giving Russell Martin credit. You're giving the Saints a credit. Southampton to come along as part of the deal, <laughs> temporarily. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a necessary evil. It'd be difficult to get him now, wouldn't it? It's difficult to know what end direction, of the season, Jim. Difficult to know what direction to go in, though. Southampton I, go out in the playoffs, Jim. I th- <laughs> and and <laughs> Russell goes right. But before that happens, I think the smart thing to do given that it's now got really stale under Roy Hodgson, is kind of hark back to the past, let Roy retire, immediately rehire him, and then it'll just refresh him. <laughs> oh, yeah. You get rid of a free knobs out of the yeah. table. It's Can like you... turning the computer off and on again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Running yeah. Windows Defender on it. Can so you Roy, you fragmenting it. Do you want to give your press conference saying you're resigning? Yeah, okay, there we go. Resigning. Right, Roy, do you want to go around the back? Yeah. <laughs> come, come, come at the other door. Here he is. Roy, you must be delighted. <laughs> Well, Jules Breeze did the post-match. She had a, she had a, um, a wonderful sore throat. And I think um, uh, Roy, who has been quite arrogant and quite angry and quite defensive over a few mm. weeks, I think he, having that he was kind of... <laughs> what? Marcus is not happy with that. No, 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 carry that. on, carry on. Just said, I just think he, he was... Uh, I think nobody else could have steered what could have been quite a, a, yes. a, a feisty interview through those choppy waters. Yeah, Jules is the best. Also, she's like a mouse, so... Uh, <laughs> I, I <do laughs> roughly the size of a mouse. Yeah, it's true, oh, actually. So Roy Dangerous. can't... Yeah. But you're right. Roy wasn't as defiant in the post-match. No, he wasn't. No. As he I mean, been. he couldn't be. They lost 5-0. Yeah. It would have been funny if <laughs> well, he was. It would have been 6 if we hadn't set up like I wanted them to. I, I find, one thing I would say is I understand <laughs> the Palace fans are upset about stuff that maybe isn't necessarily related to Roy, who's much more a symptom than a cause. Mm. But I wonder what the t- about the timing of that banner because I mean you are playing Arsenal away. Yeah. Well, there is I know that. they wrapped their hand in and it was a little bit embarrassing well, towards the end. But I mean they knew I, they were going to get hammered though. Yeah, so we definitely lose yeah, this one. So we'll take it along. It's probably because it's on TV, right? Yeah, I, guess. Yeah. I, 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 I know a couple of Palace fans who who were a little bit vocal on X and uh, it's not best friends of Palace fans. Mm. There you are. Yeah. One of them. So we, my best friends were on X. Incidentally, mm. one of them we all know and uh, and we're saying actually oh, our fans could be quite embarrassing at times. Right. Okay. So I wonder how much. I mean, clearly as 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 Hodgson himself said you know the, the, the situation in the league is not good they are only five points above Luton in 15th place you know they, they have to be looking over their shoulders now which is a situation they, they wouldn't want to be in there's chat about you know are they getting the best out of Elise and Eze and, mm. and, and, and what not um, these are things that they're going to have to address pretty quickly but I think mm. and, 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 and of course Palace fans are thinking do we have to wait until the summer until this you know hopefully we survive and play yeah. perhaps mm. drab football the best thing is of course is an upturn in form win a few matches and think okay let's get the best let's get the best of what Hodgson can offer to steady the ship as we always say with Hodgson get them through to summer and whatnot because I don't think they're going to gamble with managers I think that they probably will stick with Hodgson. But you knew so on Friday you weren't sure about that. You thought, Yeah, I'm not sure about it. I think it's getting to the point now where it might be uh, that they might start to panic, essentially, because they are, they're, they're only sliding in one direction, right? And it's also it's quite an interesting juxtaposition that you've got two players there, and Eberichi Eze and Michael Elise. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no other team of that profile who gets so much transfer interest in some attacking players mm-hmm. than they do. Mm-hmm. Yet they just do not score goals. 
Like, mm. I mean, the team just don't score goals. Yeah. Like they've, they've, I think they're the second lowest scoring team in the Premier League. Mm. Yet they've got all this wow. heat on their players, attacking players. You know, it's, it's a very, very strange situation. It must be because of the way they play. Yeah, only Burnley and Sheffield United have scored a few yeah, there goals. There you go, third, third lowest. Thing, I, yeah. I guess it's because they're two very eye-catching players, but they're also young, right? So their end product is, is extremely I think it's the system, Jim. To... I think it's the system. Mm. I think you, you, you look at... Um, I, know, look, I know they're away from home at Arsenal, so maybe it's not the best example. What do they have, like 30% possession? Mm. Yeah, by definition, it's going to be hard to do anything. And, and also, they, they really did... They seem to relinquish possession quite oh is they, they wrap their hand they, yeah they wrap their hand well things need to improve at palace there's no there's no they couldn't even pick chelsea that. no two words about that gentlemen let us go abroad the africa cup of nations wonderful stuff that cape verde became the first team to progress to the last 16 on friday with a 3-0 win over mozambique and that former manchester united man bebe has been at the heart of it he's whacking them in I couldn't believe it was him this is glorious free kick from 50 yards out oh it was outside the stadium Jim <laughs> he looped it over the walls into the goal I mean it was It was. there was another goal I think it, um, I forget who scored it it wasn't Bebe um, it was an absolute rifle they've got their their, their plan it's basically whack them in from 30 yards <laughs> out and it's working they're through I saw, I saw that from the side on and I looked at the keeper and I thought that must have moved <laughs> saw it from behind it hasn't done no, no. What's well, the that's what, and that's the bluff he was the last minute <laughs> if he I just hit crossed this, his arms I was like what are you doing yeah. is this goes straight to the other the keeper's going to go right wait for the movement wait for the oh, no. if, I'll be, if I'm going to be kind I'll say the goalkeeping approach to that free kick by, from the Mozambique goalkeeper you won't find in any textbook no. <laughs> it was, it was <laughs> a big path message me when it went in so I'd have chested that down we did <laughs> not everyone has a chest to the size but, of, of true of yeah, big path chest uh, takes up most of the goal it does it does but it was, you don't want to take it away from from Bebe, do you? Because he's actually I'm, I'm taking anything away from Bebe, yeah. and it's it's glorious. And Pete, Cape Verde, your side. The Blue Sharks, the first team to qualify. They are. Didn't see that coming. No. Can I just add that um, with Cape Verde, it's an even more interesting story because um, they lose so many players who just go on and do so players who would have been eligible for to play for mm -hmm. them yeah. who just don't play for them. Mm. The list is mad, like Nani, Henrik Larsson. Mm. Um, there's a there's a lot. Patrick Vieira, I think, might be one of them. Helson Fernandez, mm. who went to go and play for Switzerland. Um, there's loads of players who could have gone and played for Cape Verde, but they don't, and mm. that, that makes their story even more impressive. I think Vieira was Senegalese, wasn't he? He was. Yeah. That was the... he, he could he could have could played for Cape Verde. Have, right, he was it. eligible. To, he's yeah. never going to do it. Yeah, that's not sure. the point I'm making. But he yeah. could have played for them. Tanzania drew one all with Avram Grant Zambia. That's a beautiful. Beautiful sentence uh, in he, 2024. He's a <laughs> he's a Portsmouth alumnus, but I and I'm, I'm saying this under advice. Here we go. He looks bad. With the, with <laughs> he looks so old. With the emphasis on the word vice. He <laughs> looked bad anyway, didn't he? <laughs> but Pete, imagine how bad you think he can look. Yeah. <laughs> Turn okay, up a couple right. of notches. Uh, right. That's what he looks like. Well, he looks like he grand. smoked a hundred no. a day. If he stays, he keeps staying up that late. You know that's. He, not he looks so tired. <laughs> <laughs> he looked tired in the early noughties. Yeah. Um, well, he got a yellow card for descent uh, after his captain was sent off. So it's still good to, to see that he's got a bit of the fight. Jim's just yeah. showed us a picture of him. Yeah. He does look like a baddie from a new Star Wars film. Mm. 100%. Uh, now, Tanzania, who drew with, uh, as they're now known, Avram Grant Zambia, um, were hoping to progress uh, despite sacking their managers just one game into the tournament. Has, has that ever happened before in this national tournament? Uh, what happened with Lopetegui, Lopetegui, maybe? Oh! Or was that Lopetegui? But that was very close to it, wasn't it? Though, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah, that was like, you know, the team sheets were in. It's quite rogue, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Mm. Well, so, the reason... Um, the reason 
reason why Quite emotionally led. There is a reason why though, because um, uh, Tanzania were beaten. they lost a game. Well, no, listen. All right, they were beaten three nil by Morocco, and the manager Adel Amrucci then claimed that they held too much sway over African football, and that Morocco were influencing the selection of referees. So um, uh, the CAF banned him for eight games. Oh, fair enough. He's basically fired anyway. Yeah. So Tanzania <laughs> yeah. initially <laughs> suspended <laughs> him, and then they thought. What's the point of this? Let's get rid Is that Rome? Oh, no, he's... Uh... Yeah. Is it particularly fun, this tournament, this time round? I think it is, somehow. It, it does seem a little bit. I think... The, Wonderful the, stories The previous out. tournament, in, uh, when, when Senegal won, I, I just remember Egypt being very stodgy. Yeah. Mm. That yeah. tournament was, was fairly like that for most mm. of it. It was, yeah. Was but you the, get tournaments like that. the Salah versus Mane final? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what it was billed as, wasn't it? That's yeah, right. It was a bit boring in the end, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it, 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 we're nearly there at the knockouts you know the business end mm. of the tournament so yeah all eyes on that right before we go um, everybody we've got a Derek Adams update now, oh you, what's he been up to I wonder well, you might remember before Christmas we checked in with Ross County manager Derek Adams who after a month in the job said he wouldn't pay to watch his own players. He was heavily critical. I think he'd, he'd come from, was it League One or League Two in England? And he was like, the standard here is so much It was, League, more. Two. It was yeah. League Two. Yeah, he was like, the standard here is so poorer, so much poorer than mm. it is in, in, in League Two in England. Well, this weekend, he took it up another level after they lost 3-0 to Partick Thistle in the Scottish Cup. Here's Derek Adams. How big a job have you got to turn things around here at County and, and you, you've been in the door a little a little while, is the job a bigger one that you've taken on than you perhaps first thought? Yeah, I, I think that when you always go into a job, um, you have an idea uh, of what you've got to do, but uh, when you delve further into things, then it uh, becomes even you know, bigger. And uh, that's uh, the difficulty uh, when you know sometimes you don't do uh, enough homework on it. <laughs> what you're saying, people listening to you that might be thinking that if you've done a bit more homework and seen what you would have to work with you, that you might have actually had second thoughts about coming here. Yeah, I think you, you've got to look at that. Yes, you know, I think that um, you, you know, if you, if you looked at you know some of the basic things or not so basic things in Dell, then you know there's a lot of things that need to to be improved. Like what? I, I listen. I'm not going to dwell too too much into it tonight. You know, I think um, you know that would be. Uh, you know, not, you know, professional of me. <laughs> that would be unprofessional that of me. may have sailed. Yeah. <laughs> He's definitely got something in his mind, doesn't he? Yeah. This, this lot of crap, um, I can't believe the standard. Yeah, you're right. If, if I'd have known the situation, I probably wouldn't have taken <laughs> yeah. the job. Uh, anything in particular, well, that would be unprofessional. Yeah. Um, you're thinking about, sorry, Derek, you're thinking about how you're going to get, you know, really rally the players around and... Um, and see how you can kind of turn things around after another 3-0 win at home. Yeah, I'll probably just tell the press that I don't want the job anyway. <laughs> no, the, 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 the main value here is actually one of a cautionary tale. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the real lesson here is the friends we've had along the way. <laughs> Think of my mistakes as like a biblical story. Yeah, yeah. that's right. They had to Celtic this weekend. Yeah, oh, good. If, yeah, he's only, if only good he was in the position to do something about it, they haven't won in the last five. I just um, I find it extraordinary that he still has the yeah. job, being so critical. Got a, got a point at time castle didn't they they did yeah so yeah it's not all bad not all bad not all bad at all I mean, they're also above livingston in the table how about livingston taking this <laughs> this guy says none of yeah. his players are any good yeah. you're seven points below him <laughs> managed by an internet troll still above <laughs> <Yeah>. us <laughs> oh there we are everybody right thank you very much for listening to the football ramble part of the acast creator Network, myself and Luke are back tonight for Ramble Reacts after Brighton versus Wolverhampton Wanderers. Goals versus Wolves. Yeah, it's exciting, that. See, yeah, goals versus buff. Wolves could be a massacre. Mm. Yeah, let's, let's hope Wolves do get a penalty so Gag O'Neill's happy.
Yeah, so we'll see you guys peck the wolves to death. There we are. Uh, do follow us on uh, Twitter, currently known as X, TikTok, Instagram and YouTube, at Football Ramble. And don't forget to subscribe on your podcast app. Thank you, Luke. Thanks. Thank you, Pete. Goodbye. Thank you, Jim. Cheers. Thank you, everybody. See you later. The Football Ramble is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.